This is the leadoff from Front Office Sports. The leadoff is powered by NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true when your business is growing fast, and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? But not every business is in the dark. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash frontoffice right now. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. It's Wednesday, August 31st. I'm Owen Poindexter, senior writer for Front Office Sports. Here's what we're following in the business of sports. Peloton's issues have reached the accounting department. The company is delaying its annual 10K filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission as it handles issues related to its ongoing restructuring effort. The comprehensive annual filing, which typically contains details not included in a company's annual report, is required by the SEC within 60 days of the end of a fiscal year. Peloton, which ended its fourth quarter on June 30th, filed a form with the SEC on Monday, explaining that its filing will be late. Peloton cited its, quote, recent announcement to exit its last mile warehouses, end quote, and the need to assess its financial reporting relating to that move. Accounting firm Ernst & Young also needs to complete audits regarding that change. Peloton stock dropped around 8% on Tuesday and has fallen more than 22% since its fourth quarter earnings released last week. The beleaguered connected fitness company has lost over 90% of its value in the last 12 months and has a market cap of $3.3 billion. Over to sports retail. Fanatics is expanding its retail presence in sports via the Olympic Games. The digital sports platform has entered a merchandise licensing and retail agreement with LA28, the 2028 Summer Games Organizing Committee, and Team USA. Financial terms of the deal weren't disclosed. The deal gives Fanatics the right to operate in-venue retail locations during and around the games. It will also outfit LA28 volunteers during the games. Fanatics previously handled online merchandise for Team USA. Fanatics, which hit a $27 billion valuation earlier this year, joins Nike and Ralph Lauren as Team USA apparel partners. Nike, whose deal could reportedly be worth as much as $200 million, provides on-field gear, and Ralph Lauren outfits athletes for ceremonies. In October, Fanatics and the International Olympic Committee announced plans to build the first-ever permanent e-commerce platform for the Olympic Games up to 2028, including rights to create Olympic-branded merchandise. Now to baseball. The Oakland A's appeared to have dodged another obstacle to building a waterfront ballpark. A superior court has rejected challenges to the environmental impact report that the team released in December 2021, and the city council voted to certify in March. The Union Pacific Railroad Company and other marine, port, and transportation interests challenged the city's certification of the report in a trio of lawsuits the following month. The EIR was required by the California Environmental Quality Act for a project of this size. The A's have proposed a new waterfront ballpark, as well as 3,000 units of housing, 270,000 square feet of retail space, parks, restaurants, and a 400-room hotel as part of a $12 billion project. In a tentative ruling, the court determined that there is no need to revise the existing EIR. The materials submitted by the group challenging the report, quote, do not identify any meaningful changes and merely support the conclusions of the EIR, according to the ruling. And finally, 
Sony is tapping into the fastest growing gaming category with plans to launch a PlayStation mobile gaming unit amid unfavorable results in the tech giant's first quarter. The PlayStation Studios mobile division will operate outside Sony's console business. It will help alleviate Sony's inability to meet console demand due to supply chain constraints. Sony has bolstered its new gaming unit with the acquisition of mobile gaming developer Savage Game Studios. The Tokyo-based powerhouse will continue to invest in the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, as it plans to allocate $300 million toward improving its software development and console business. In July, the company launched InZone, a new PC gaming hardware brand with a line of three gaming headsets retailing between $99 and $299, as well as two 27-inch gaming monitors. Sony, which reported $80 million in PC net sales in fiscal year 2021, projects it will pocket $300 million from PC gaming titles in the coming fiscal year. If you love the leadoff, you'll love Front Office Sports Pro. Front Office Sports Pro is a membership product that provides business leaders with actionable, timely insights on the most promising opportunities where sports meets industry. Sign up at frontofficesports.com pro to become a member and receive cutting-edge research reports, access to the pro investor directory, deal tracker, exclusive merchandise, and experiences among a community of like-minded professionals. Use the code LEADOFF for 10% off the annual subscription price. Thanks for listening to The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, send us a screenshot on social media, and we'll send you some FOS merch.